0: Hi, this is Suzanne Williams with Essential Oils, Health Matters, and Living the Wholesome Life. Welcome to our Good Vibrations podcast about essential oils, positive affirmations, music therapy, and all things wholesome. We hope you will find this a positive place to come and relax as together we explore ideas that can help create good vibrations. this is suzanne williams with essential oils health matters living the wholesome life and we are on a week 19 day one of doing a positive peaceful growth affirmations and we are following dr susan lawton's calendar well her dr susan lawton's book positive peaceful growth calendar where she so perfectly um, blends positive affirmations and music therapy and essential oils. So if you love those three things, you're gonna want definitely want to get her book. You can buy it at Aroma Tools or Oil Life. Okay, today the 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 affirmation for this week is a little different. Um, so stay with me on this one. The affirmation for this week is, I am working with my other hand. So um. Are you right-handed? Are you left-handed? So, um, the right, I had to do a lot of study on this. And like, why, what's the importance of using our other hand? And um, here are some of my thoughts. I would love to hear some of your thoughts on the issue. So if you are right-handed, which which like 90% of the population is right-handed, then, um, then it, the your right hand the right side of your body is controlled by your left your um left side of your brain and um which is where a lot of the logic is right and um whereas the left side of your body is controlled by the right side of your brain which is where a lot of the creativity and um problem solving is so um we definitely want both sides of our brain to be working well. Now, a lot of the times, um, just for the sake of doing things quickly, doing things well, um, we we do become dominant in one side of our body. Um, so like you're more right-handed than left-handed or maybe you're more left-handed than right-handed. But whatever um, dominant hand you have, this week let's just try an experiment and see what happens. Let's just try using our left hand more. So um, to get if you're if you're usually right handed and you're usually in your logic brain, then let's try using our left hand more to get us more of the creative, creative problem solving brain. Let's see what it does. And um So as I was thinking about ways that I could use my left hand more, I could eat breakfast with my left hand. Usually I eat breakfast with my right, well usually I eat most of the time with my right hand, right? I could at least eat breakfast with my left hand. Maybe I can eat some other meals this week, but at least I can eat breakfast. I could also brush my teeth in the morning at least with my left hand, maybe brushing my teeth at night with my right, but brushing my teeth in the morning, I could try doing that with my left hand um, so let's just kind of see what type of different world that opens up to us as we're using our non-dominant um, hand more and then as I was doing some more study on why it's why using your non dominant hand is important I also came across this really cool tidbit and it's that um, it's it was and it was a t- it was a tip on journaling so a lot of times when you, if you're journaling um they were saying that it's super good to ask kind of like the logical open-ended questions like why um why am i having a problem with I don't know, keeping my room clean. No, why am I having a problem with keeping my room clean? And then um, answering, so logical open-ended question, right? And um, answering with your left hand. It, it's it's going to spark the creativity. It's supposed to spark the problem-solving. Um, it's supposed to slow down the thought process too because obviously we are going to be writing um, a lot slower now that's gonna be a little bit hard for me because I like to journal on my computer and so I'm using both hands um, when I'm journaling but if you like to journal in physical journals why don't you why don't for us for those of us who like to journal in physical journals why don't we try um, journaling half the time when we're answering questions with our left hand I would love to see how that works for you. Now, as I'm also thinking about working with my other hand, my non-dominant hand, my thoughts went to, um, working with things that are not so dominant in our life. For example, sometimes in relationships, there's one person who's more dominant and, um, on maybe and sometimes maybe they're different, more dominant on different issues, and so a lot of times that person will just like problem solve things in a way, without really connecting with their partner, and saying, saying, um, hey, what are you? What do you think? And what's your ideas on this? And let's let's really get on the same page. So, um, I as we're working as again as I'm thinking about. Well, let me just take the time for this for just a minute. So, um, I went to a class the other day, a fireside, a super, that was taught by this hysterical person. I'll put his, um, a a link to um, one of his talks in my comments. But he was talking a little bit about Adam and Eve, and you know how you know Satan comes and he tempts Adam and with to eat the fruit. And, um, of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, right? And Adam basically says no and then he goes and tempts Eve and um so the scriptures basically seem to say that that men have three roles in life and that's to provide preside and protect and and when Adam this is this is this other guy's thoughts okay so when Adam um, said no. I mean you see that you have Satan who appears in the garden right and it's it's like oh my gracious another person right and so he doesn't even he doesn't really even go up to tell Eve hey um, there's this other guy in the garden and he might come and talk to you about eating the tree. So like Adam didn't really do a super good job protecting Eve on that one. Nor really did Eve when she's when she's faced with the same temptation of eating the fruit, she didn't really go to Adam either and say, "Hey, Adam, what are your thoughts on this? This is looking really good to me. These are these are why I think it's good and necessary to eat the fruit." Like she didn't, she, they didn't communicate well, right, on that on that issue. Thankfully, they both they both um, loved each other and stayed together. And made the same decision but they didn't really do a really good job on pre communicating and so I think that that's what gotten has got in my mind a little bit more um, rolling toward the thoughts on let's make sure that we are really being one on the same page communicating before we're making big decisions and I know that that's what the scriptures teach that that husband and wife really should be on um, the same page before making um, major decisions but as we're working with our non-dominant hand let's work m- maybe with our non-dominant partners in our marriage and two let's work with other people that don't have so that are in non-dominant positions maybe you're a boss and you tend to um do things top down as opposed to getting a lot of your people's opinions um it takes longer, right? It does take longer. Hey, what do you think? What do you think would be good um, instead of just making decisions yourself? But this week, as we're working on working with non-dominant things and slowing the process down, um, so that we have the gifts that everyone can bring to the table. Let's let's if we're bosses, let's work more with our employees or our subordinates, whatever you want to call them. And um, let's get more of their ideas so that everyone feels involved in the process, and everyone's bringing their gifts to the table. Now, too, if we are parents, um, let's let's do a check on ourselves today, and um, say, you know what? What am I doing um, for my children, be- for the sake of speed, that they really could be doing themselves and bringing their gifts to the table? You know, maybe. Maybe we're cleaning up our children's rooms for them. You know, yes, they could clean them, clean their room, but, but, um, it's just so much easier if I do it myself. So I'll just wait till they go to school and I'll clean their room, right? Maybe, maybe we want our children to be really good cooks and we want to duplicate, um, new, nutritious meals and ha- letting, knowing that they can make nutritious meals for themselves, but it's just too time consuming. And so we, Cut off working with them, teaching them how to cook because we can do it faster. Anyway, let's today and this week as we're working, as we're slowing down processes and letting everyone bring their gifts to the table. Um, let's see what are we doing in our lives, maybe with our children, where um, we are doing things fast instead of instead of investing the time into them and letting them, um. Slowly come up to speed <clears throat> on whatever on whatever talent or gift we are trying to um, help them with. So, can you think of other some kind of non-dominant things or dominant non-dominant things where where the dominant person just kind of does things out of speed, or can you th- see things that in your life that I'm just doing things the fast way instead of taking the slowness to really do it where everyone's bringing their gifts to the table. I hope that makes sense to you. So yes, this week we are definitely going to be trying to use our non-dominant hand more, right? But, let's also make sure that we're bringing the other non-dominant things um, in our life that we're slowing the process and that we're including them more. We're getting on the same page We are taking, we're slowing life down so that people can bring their gifts to the table, right? Okay, so that's the affirmation for today. Well, this whole entire week is, I am working with my other hand. And the affirmation for today is, I take my time in using my other hand for tasks. And again, as I want you to, as we think about the affirmation for today, I take my time in using my other hand for tasks, I want us to think of, the whatever is non-dominant in our life and slowing the process and incorporating their gifts more okay anyway so that the song that dr susan Lawton is pairing for this affirmation working with my non-dominant hand is the closing of the year from toys the movie and i listen to that and it really did not resonate with me so you know me when songs don't resonate me i always um suggest something else so the song that i'm suggesting for working with your slowing the process down and working with your non-dominant hand or the non-dominant people in your lives or the slower people in our lives right the song i'm hearing is pachelbel's canon in D. first it's one of my favorite songs um, I love how just slow it is, how tranquil. You can put it on, I can put it on. And it just seems to bring a sense of peace and a sense of slowness. Um, that slowness has its own benefits. And um, then too, as I remember playing the piece when I was back in high school and back in college, you would you would pay, play one theme with your right hand and then your left hand would kind of pick up that theme and it would kind of switch from hand to hand as you're, as you're going from a very simple piece to a very complex piece too, which is what I think that we can do as we bring in, as we slow life down and we bring in the talents of perhaps people that move slower, bring in the talents of um, people that perhaps are... Not as dominant as forceful, and and having their opinions be um said, um, it does seem to go from a from a um a simple process, right, of maybe just even just making decisions by yourself to a more complex process, but to a more beautiful process. So I thought Paco Bell's "Canon and D" would be the perfect song to play as we're working with um. Our other hands are non-dominant hands, and bringing that into each aspect of our life. Okay, so the affirmation for today. Since today is Monday, we're just kind of we're just going to be we're just going to be introducing the oils in our diffuser blend and telling you just like a tidbit of them. Um, It's kind of like a teaser. Um, you're just gonna learn a little tiny, tiny, tiny bit, like the tiniest bit about each of them. Um on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we're gonna be diving into the emotional aspects of them. And then Friday, we dive deep into the physical benefits of each of those oils. So if you're lear- you're interested in learning more about essential oils, definitely you're gonna wanna um how to use them emotionally or physically. You're definitely gonna wanna um be tuning in this week. On Tuesday Wednesday Thursday for emotional and Friday for the physical benefits of them okay the uh, the essential oil blend that we're doing this week is two drops of lemon which is the oil of focus and it is such an uplifting oil every citrus oil is an uplifting oil okay and then two two drops of geranium. Now geranium is a new oil and we haven't really, was well, it's not a new oil, it's like a super old oil, um, essential oil, but it's one that we haven't really discussed before. So I'm super excited to be talking a little bit more um, on Wednesday emotionally and on Friday physically about geranium. So, so geranium is the oil of love and trust. Mm. If you want more love in your life, if you want to be more loving, if you want more trust in your life and you want to be more trusting, even more trustable, um, geranium, it's an amazing oil that can help with that. And then lemongrass. And the lemongrass is the oil of cleansing. So if you're trying to get your home cleaned, declutter, if you're trying to get um declutter yourself emotionally of maybe some toxic emotions, maybe just some emotions that seem to drag you down, lemongrass. Lemongrass is an essential oil that can really help whether you're trying to cleanse your physical, your environment, or your emotional self, lemongrass can super help with that. So again, the the blend that we're diffusing this week is two drops of lemon, the oil of focus, super uplifting oil, Um, two drops of geranium, the oil of love and trust, you're gonna love um, what geranium can do, and two drops of lemongrass, which is the oil of cleansing, whether it's your physical environment or your emotional environment. I think you're gonna really love, 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 love how that blend smells. So that's our our um, our essential oil blend that we're diffusing. The song that again that we're pairing is Pachelbel's Canon and D, and the affirmation for today is. I take my time in using my other hand for tasks. And again, I'm pairing with let's take our time in slowing the process and bringing everyone's gifts to the table and getting everyone on the same page. And the affirmation for the whole entire week is I am working with my other hand, again non-dominant hand. Um, but I take that as I am working more with my other half. I'm working more with anyone that is in not such a dominant decision-making um, place or that hasn't kind of stepped up to that in the past. We're slow in the process. We're bringing everyone's gifts to the table. We are not just in our logical brain, right? Our left brain, but we are also gonna be in our right brain in our, um, in our creative and our problem-solving brain. Slowing the process, bringing everyone's gifts to the table. Okay, this is Suzanne Williams with Essential Oils, Health Matters, Living the Wholesome Life, telling you that I know that you and I both have the power, we all have the power, to make it a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining our podcast. We love and appreciate you. If you've heard some ideas that will add value to your life, be sure to share this podcast with your friends. And be sure to subscribe or follow this podcast so you don't miss an episode. And lastly, leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you.